Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the hell you doing? Tonight's podcast is brought to you, as usual, by LoneStarButtons.com. Make your custom button design a reality. Lone Star Buttons offers their products in different sizes and shapes. They do magnets, bottle openers, mirrors, keychain mirrors, wait no, keychain bottle openers, and stuff like that. Just bring them your design, and they will crank out some swag for your small business or whatever project you're trying to promote. It's always good to have that stuff around. You can contact Lone Star Buttons by email at info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner Adam Stimpy Jones at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you and you want to suck in his hairy tits. use that promo code and he'll throw in some stuff for free. Also, if you want to take part in the podcast, you can send an email to rotwpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us in news stories, friend questions, whatever you want to tell us. We'll read it and possibly, most likely, respond to it on the show. That being said, without further ado, coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studios in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the Revengeful World Podcast with your host, Gabe, Google Me Dieter, Kara, the Beacon Birch, and guest for the night, Adam Stimpy Jones. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Revenge of the World episode 134, right? I'm your host Gabe, Google Me Dieter, and sitting with me, brand new in the hot seat, she pushed record all by herself, (laughs) Kara the Beacon Birch. Hello! Also in the studio, as a guest, you don't have to do shit, Adam Stimpy Jones. Hey, how's everybody going? Suck on your hairy tits. How is everybody going? We're going. We're going. We're going. Everybody's going great. We're going for it. All right. Uh, what's what's up with people's lives in here? Who who do I start with first? Stimpy's the guest. Who's been putting together furniture? Me. Raise your hand. <laughs> Who's been putting together kids' place sets? Raise that, would, your hand. that would be me. <laughs> uh, Kara, I know you had a stiff job with a a bunk bed, not oh, a bunk yeah. bed, but a raised platform bed or something it's a loft bed it's a sky bed nathan is super psyched about it i purchased it for very uh reasonable amount of money off of overstock.com overstock's great (laughs) i love it i didn't have to pay for shipping and it got to my house really quickly but it also is like a giant loft bed that came in a box that was about 12 inches wide Whoa. and six feet tall. <laughs> it's got a lot of parts. It's a lot of pieces. And the instructions consisted of four diagrams with a bunch of steps enmeshed in these diagrams. And it was an absolute nightmare to put together. Uh, ladders got flipped around. I had to take shit apart. My turny fingers got bruised. It was not... Your attorney fingers? Yeah, my t- finger tight, man. Finger tight. Oh, Papa. Gotcha. Papa Turn, style. Turning fingers. Yeah. So, um, it took me... Okay, so, I'm going to school now. 
So I got full-time job. I got night school. So I did it. I started putting it together uh, one day at lunch before Nate's birthday party or birthday, which mm-hmm. was the 14th. So I started putting it together at lunch. So that was an hour. And then uh, after work that day, it's another about an hour, 15 minutes. And then uh, that night I got home at 10 and didn't get done till 2 a.m. Damn. <laughs> so that's some solid hours. That's crazy. Of two like metal tubes and trying to figure out. There were these two long bars that you had to. I bet your na- your downstairs neighbors. Oh, they you. hate me because I dropped it. I dropped it a couple times, and then I thought that my legs were long enough to straddle a twin sized area. They are not, and <laughs> and uh, I had to get all these tubes to go in this thing all at the same time, and then it was a it was a shit show. It was a shit show. But I made it happen yeah. for Nathan Valentine. It might have been some nicks and scrapes. He came. He, he, I saw him uh, the morning of his birthday before school, and he came in, and uh, I was like, "You want to see your present?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay, you know, go open your room." And he goes in, and he like kind of he just pops his head in a little, and he's like, "Oh, you got me a bed." And I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Thanks." <laughs> that was it. Damn. I was like, at least he noticed <laughs> what was in there. Uh, he'll he'll warm up to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he loves it now. Whenever he's like, I want to go up there. I want to go up there. And I still feel like I need to hold it because I'm not used to. It's high. Did you see the picture of it? Yeah. It's really tall. Two feet away from. He's the going to hit his head on the ceiling fan for sure before it's all over with. At least once or twice. The ladder's on the side, right? But it's it's on the end, but it's toward the ceiling fan, Yikes. and he has to climb up past the ceiling fan. Hey, it's he like, likes he likes Mario. Ooh, yeah. It's like the fire. You'll, the you'll fire only level. get hit once. Yeah, I think it'll only happen once, or possibly twice. He is my child, so I tend to learn things the hard way. So, how was your playset experience? Interesting. What was it? Why don't you pull that it, mic up to you a little bit? It's a uh, point it down. Here, let me see. Yeah, you got it. Got it. There you go. It is a Timber Cove Backyard Discovery. Oh. Sold at Sam's exclusively. Oh. (laughs) Wow. Nate gets super psyched when he sees those. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) we've been uh, stalking it on Sam's website for a while, hoping it would go on sale. Typically, like I looked online, it's like most place that's go on sale like September 1st. Like summer's officially over Mm -hmm. and most places put it on sale. September rolls around. October rolls around. November rolls. No, not on sale. And keep watching the stock online. Like it was like in stock. Then it was limited stock. Then it was five left in stock. Four left in stock. Fuck. Let's buy it. And so we bought it. And uh, and then it went on sale. No, never. Well, it's, <laughs> it's supposed to go on sale on Black Friday. Mm. Oh. Sam's Black Friday ad was released, and my uh my, my wife's stepmom sent it to us. I'm like, ah, there it is. It's only a hundred bucks off. So eh. it's like it was worth it to get it beforehand. And uh, so we got it. Started putting the well, we inventoried six boxes worth of parts, full of parts. Um, got inventory, then we started the night, started putting it together each night after work. Mm. I, I was spending about four hours a night for four days in a row, Monday through Friday, did about four hours a night. That Saturday, I think I did eight plus hours. That Sunday, did another six hours. Good God, the following week, did a little bit, little bit, little bit, and then, um. 
my father-in-law came over last weekend and we spent like eight hours knocking it out finally getting it done jeez man and how many tools did you need let's see well it came with um it was a, everything had torque heads the torque heads and which is like little star oh the mm-hmm. well that's a allen wrench but it was no an allen wrench is yeah the, the allen wrench is hexagon this was like a star shape oh. and so they came with those, but then you still needed a screwdriver, still needed a drill, still needed a hammer, still needed a tape measure. Drill it's bits. made out of wood, right? Wood and metal, yeah. Did you get blisters? No, but I did. I've. You injured yourself? Yeah, I was drilling. Some... Did you get a dad scar? I probably have a couple of them, yeah. <laughs> nice. Like my finger. Oh, that. Yeah. Sacrificing this, for I the was children. holding something and drilling, and it slipped, and I slammed the drill bit into my hand. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, you know, it happens. It was it's fun. very I mean, manly, though. It was very fun building it. There's a couple steps that I'm, I'm like this close attempted to like write them and say, you probably need to put this in here. You probably need to move this to this page. Because there's like, once you get the whole bottom piece together, there's one post that you put on. Nothing connects to the post for another 40 fucking instructions. So I'm using it. I'm getting down off of it, off the place that was my ladder and I'm grabbing. I'm like, nope, can't grab that one because it's only attached by one bolt at the bottom. Damn. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so how old are your kids? Uh, my son's two and a half. My daughter's about to be five. So daughter five, she out in the mix, or did mom keep her occupied inside? Oh, they or was bo- she like they both wanted to help me? Oh yeah. And I, well, we we organized all the boards. They all were numbered. They had like a letter then a number. So we had them going across our back porch. How big is this thing? It's massive. It's massive. I saw a picture of it. Did it take up the whole like, it's got, like I have a big yard and it takes up a good chunk of my yard. You can safely have like what like six or eight kids playing oh, on yeah. that thing. It says maximum eight kids. Uh, yeah, I think eight kids is the max. Party time. Yeah. Cause it's got like a rock wall, a ladder. A fucking rock wall. That's I mean it's not crazy. much of a rock wall, but it's there. It they gotta use it. it's it's like almost vertical. Yeah. And so, mm. <laughs> so them trying to climb it. My son still can't quite get it. But, well, he's bitty. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we had all my boards laid out on the porch, and, and some of the boards, the numbers are faded, so we put like these those little round garage sale stickers on them, mm-hmm. and I was like, he's going to pull all those stickers off. I'm not going to know where my boards are, but I put them in order, so you could always measure it to figure out what it is. So They weren't marked already? The, they were faded. Well, the, mm. the darker stained pieces, the mark wasn't very visible, or it, you couldn't see it at all. Hmm. The lighter stain pieces that you could see it real easily. So hmm. that's a big project, and she's five, so she might that might be a memory for her. Dad putting together the big playset. Oh yeah, she she still thanks me all. The, I mean, it's only Aww. been a week since it's been together, but like every day she thanks me for doing it. So. Oh, that's so sweet. Good baby. You got a good kid there. Uh, they were playing on it tonight before we came over here. So, <laughs> um, co-host. What about He's you, miming. What you He's miming. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm what'd miming. you put together? What'd you put together, Gabe? <laughs> hey, let me toss it back to you, bro. What did you put together this week? Thanks, co-host. You got Ooh. it. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Getting better and better every day. I didn't put anything together, really. Um, <laughs> you put this podcast together. I did. I put this podcast. You're a creator. It, it reminds. It reminded me. <laughs> What about all these fucking shelves in You're, here? I know. I was about to say, like, when I put this one together, like, these are three separate shelves that I bolted into one piece, and it's so heavy that I couldn't lift it by myself. Like, literally could not. So I got Jess to help me, 
And uh, is she strong? Oh, she's, gr- she's she was like very strong, but That's awesome. she started to panic because she wasn't strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know when like your child is trapped under a car, <laughs> <laughs> you get super mom strength. Yeah, I had that for her. <laughs> I had super mom strength. For- for my wife. Oh, uh, that's so romantic. Yeah, it was really fucking heavy. <clears throat> Kara, you added something to our uh, our show outline, and I'm very curious <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about. When was this added? There, there aren't as many ugly people oh. as there used to be. <laughs> Man. Okay, so there's this guy in my... Okay, so I'm going to school for massage therapy. I've met a lot of great people in my class. We're a really tight group. We have great fun together. Juan's my drinking buddy. On test nights, he and I will most assuredly be found at Molly's having a beer while we're waiting to go back to class. He's a great guy. He's got a beautiful wife, beautiful kids. And, you know, we just chit-chat. But the other day, we were sitting in the break room. And for reasons unbeknownst to me, (laughs) just to share, he was like, got this look on his face and he was like <laughs> like he just it occurred to him he's like there aren't as many ugly people in the world as there used to be i don't know if it's just me but how old is this guy um he's younger than i am he's probably 32 okay so when you're telling me this <laughs> i'm taking it as either one there aren't as many ugly people or two he thinks more people are beautiful even though they're ugly I'll tell you how I took it. He said it, and I looked at him, and I was like, "They're all at home. (laughs) 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 They don't, they don't come out anymore. They're They're ordering DoorDash. They're trolling on the internet. They're on Amazon. They're picking up their groceries, and like, just like nobody. The ugly people don't have to be seen anymore. It's not necessary. You're describing me." And, and me as well. That's not true. It's like, I'm like a hermit now. Like during the week, it's like get home, get the kids fed, get in the bed, get in bed, get in the bed, and then I'm in bed probably at like eight thirty, sleeping while my wife's watching TV. I get home, order waiter. <laughs> I'm just saying, like people who are down on themselves or who want. It's really easy to be but, a hermit now. But see, I I find that a little hard because a lot of ugly people don't think they're ugly. Because I remember, I, I have a lot people. of friends who are girls who says, like, they'll go out to a bar or go out, you know, somewhere, and it's always the ugly guys that hit on them. Because they just go out there and they don't care. So I don't know if they're hiding. Um, I, beauty is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> so those people might not be ugly. They might just not be their type. Because I know that I have dated individuals that I thought were adorable and handsome and like i was over the moon for them and other people are like exactly what are you doing with him? why i've been with some real sheebies <laughs> some I real s- warlocks i know of two of them and let me tell you everybody's beautiful <laughs> everybody can be beautiful and everybody can be a complete fucking dog and everybody has at least one thing about them that and change somebody's mind <laughs> it's about perspective yeah exactly. and where you choose to place your focus as yes. with all things <laughs> but i just found it to be a really interesting observation for him to make 
And for him to bring out out of nowhere, just not as many, just not as many, I don't know if it's just me, but there's not as many ugly people in the world. Just the way he said it. Tell him to come to it, Pasadena. Is he, hyping, <laughs> is he hyping himself up for his future job when he has to put his hands on all these people? And it's like, yeah, they're not ugly. Nope, not like, nope, they're not ugly. <laughs> no, I don't think he is. I think, I think he just genuinely looked around and was like, you don't see anything. Where are my ugly people at? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It, was, it just really cracked me up. He's a good guy. And it just made me think about think about it in a different way, I guess. That reminds me of... Uh, did, have you seen Joey Diaz on Netflix yet? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. One of the ugliest comedians out there. But there's something charming about him. He's very charming. You know why? It's because he's a fucking beast. <laughs> he's a fucking beast and he's shameless yeah he's fucking shameless and he's just he's fucking larger than life he's not shameless and he's a great but uh he works it you know um and i've heard i've heard a comedian i forgot who said it but she was like i love joey just with those big whale eyes he (laughs) he does he has those big sad eyes like big brown whale eyes Mm -hmm. (laughs) fuck he probably treat treats his lady like a queen. You know what? I went to lunch with my friend Christina today. I met up with her at lunch, and we were like sharing sob stories or whatever about dudes. And uh, and I was like, you know what? If I have to get out there again, I'm gonna put on my Tinder profile. If you are approaching six foot, move along. I don't want you. I want you to be between five five and like. Five nine. I don't even want you five ten. Fuck off. I Reverse w- psychology. Exactly. <laughs> Get on my level. Um, I want him to have like a mole or like <laughs> or like a, a serious gut or like I because next time around, if I have to do this shit again, if I have to start again with this dating shit, I just want to be treated nice. Like, that's exactly what you're gonna get. I don't that's, care. That's short. Take it from a short guy. We have to work harder. Cheers. Because because we get overlooked for the tall guy. Thank who you. Treat you like shit. <laughs> Thank Story you. Story of my fucking life. You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is not something that I'm proud to share, but I did date a shorter guy. He was probably a hair shorter than me, and he was. He's probably the sweetest nicest guy that i've ever dated what killed it though is that he would he was put your shoes on (laughs) (laughs) no he would look at me adoringly but it the angle was upward oh man (laughs) and i couldn't i couldn't if he had just been like like if his eyes had been a quarter of an inch taller like if it had just been like that further but they were here they were just a little they were just a hair lower than mine i have some motherfucking shoes oh man some lips you know what also to be fair i had not started going to therapy again yet and i just wasn't ready i just wasn't ready for somebody to love me that hard he would have though he did oh i fucked that up (laughs) anyway (laughs) how about you stimpy what's going on how's the the marriage going super he can't say anything else but super I probably place. Why would he? Marriage is amazing. We've been together eleven years. Married two. Oh. We got married on our nine year nine year anniversary. That's so sweet. Wow. 
I've almost been married one year on the 25th of this month. Wow, it's coming up so That's fast, right, yeah. and I have yet to see wedding photos. Well, there wedding. might be a little surprise on Christmas. <gasps> yeah? Oh, <Right>. dang. Oh. <laughs> well, it sucks, because, uh, like, with my job situation, it's I think like, I hit a button. Oh, my God. With my beer. I think I hit still, it. It's still going. All right, fine. <clears throat> so, Sorry, guys. With my job situation, it's, like, rough, like, wanting to treat ourselves to our wedding anniversary you know mm-hmm. it's like i want to buy our stuff and go to a nice restaurant and stuff but i think we're gonna have to you have to be careful we're gonna you have, have to, to be dub- smart we're gonna have to double it on the next uh anniversary isn't first anniversary uh paper you got a lot of paper around here bro just give her a rain check and just do it in january <laughs> when you have a job <laughs> rain check, yeah. that's paper well. That's paper. That's First anniversary is paper. You can make something for her that's really beautiful and thoughtful out of paper. It doesn't have that's to true. be a lot of money. This is true. Stephanie, you want to help me out with some with a, a nice button? <laughs> sure. Sure, I want to. I want to. I need to make one single button for my um for my. Pro- she's not a professor, but my teacher at school. Uh, her tagline is okay. <laughs> and I just, I just want her. I wanted to wear a button that says "Okay, okay?" Question mark. Okay, all the time. I thought you were going to say a button that says "I touch people for money." <laughs> I need that too. I need that for me. That would be for me. Miss Tammy would not uh, condone that whatsoever. Yeah. It's hard enough. P.S. I'm going to school for massage therapy, so uh, that profession. Do you massage the prostate? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you Everybody. Know, do you know foot pressure point? So are you gonna are you gonna do happy endings? Uh, I mean, first question scum. out of their mouth. Yes, exactly. They're scum. <coughs> so I mean, I'm I'm getting into massage therapy because number one. Everybody that I've ever laid hands on has always been like, oh, my God, you should do this for a living. And number two, I don't want to be chained to my desk anymore. And number three, I want to have. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I want to have a freer lifestyle with a more open schedule and be able to spend more time with Nathan and have and be able to relax and work in a different environment and not be on my ass. I'm so sick of it. I've been chained to a desk since I was 19 years old because everybody told me. That that's what you want. You want a desk job. You just want a desk job. It's easy. It's great. You're going to love it. Sign your ass. You have lunch with your friends at work. Your it's spine's going to be shaped like yes, a question. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm miserable. I'm so miserable. Fucking vulture right there. And I, I mean, I feel like, yes, exactly. Like my whole, like this is not what we're made to do i'm just excited to be able to move around bernie sanders is the future of the american desk worker <laughs> um yeah like I, I i meant to bring up this episode that sitting is the new smoking oh Have you heard that no i haven't yeah it's like so fucking unhealthy for you oh my god i think i a while back i posted some kind of diagram or something on uh facebook about what it does it like fucks up your kidneys and shit it's crazy. It compresses. It compresses you here. Yeah. It's it's, so, it's not what we're supposed to do. They have those new. The new trend is like those standing desks. Yeah. Yeah. And desks that have like the treadmill on them. Oh, that would be awesome. What? Yeah, it's a treadmill. Like so, basically, you're That's walking. A George Jetson shit. Right there. <laughs> well, it's just you can turn it on and off, but it's like if you want to just walk while you're there, just standing, you're standing up, just working instead of just a slow pace walk. Oh man, some hmm. 
people are going to stink so bad. <laughs> it's a slow pace walk. Uh, so I've been sitting at my job for, I've been a professional designer for about 20 years. And my tailbone is steadily pressing through my asshole. <laughs> it hurts so bad to get out of my chair every day. You're, I'm stiff uh, whenever I get up at the end of the day. Fuck yeah. And my knees mm-hmm. are like. Do you know that whenever we, whenever we went to Cape Cod, uh, we had uh, you know the little code on your on your boarding ticket. Uh-huh. You have to punch it in at the kiosk. That shit locked in my brain. I didn't. My brain wouldn't dump it for like six weeks. What? So the first time we used the code, it had a Y, a two, and a seven in it for sure. And uh, it's like uh, four or five numbers. And the first time we used it, it just stuck because for three years I've been processing warranties and like locking in serial numbers and it just, and I'm like, oh, that's not what I want to use my brain for. Mm -hmm. That's not how I want to use my life force. What the fuck? What could, what else could be in there? Do you know? (laughs) Let me tell you something else. (laughs) Let me tell you something else. My boyfriend has numerous to, like i can't main i can't keep directions in my brain i still can't find my way to his house unaided by technology and <laughs> on multiple occasions he has like found me wandering in a parking lot because what? i can't keep track of where my car is but i can lock in a a serial number like a series of numbers and letters and i can recognize them like Brett from the warehouse will be like, hey, did you process? And he'll spit out a 10-digit serial number. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I've done that one. Oh, my God. It's crazy. That is insane. But my brain's been conditioned to do this yeah. for three years. Yeah. yeah. That's all I've been doing for eight hours a day is just numbers and letters, numbers and letters, dates. I don't ever know what day it is. I don't ever know what the real date is because I'm... Anywhere between 90 days, I'm like 90 days forward, but never like today. I'm oh never gosh. in today. You're living in a nightmare. It's escape. crazy. It's crazy. Simpy, what do you got? <laughs> that work? Or- <laughs> <laughs> what, what does your job entail? Uh, I do project management for a structural steel fabrication shop. And I'm the same way. Like I can remember details from a job by our job numbers. Like oh, mm. no. right now we probably have six. 70 jobs and as one goes we'll add a new one and whatnot i remember random stuff about old jobs random stuff about the jobs we currently have people just talk and it's like we're in our production meeting i just ramble off the stuff about the jobs i don't know how i remember this stuff but i do mm-hmm. and same thing it's like i'm just sitting there little stuff i'll forget about and then but like all this something that's just a minor part i'll remember for weeks mm-hmm. it's not and same thing i with me i get to at least I get to go out into our shop. So just about any time I can go into our shop, I'll get out of my desk and go out there. Just because, so I can get away from my desk and get mm-hmm. away from the computer and the fucking phone calls that are <laughs> driving me crazy. I wish I got phone calls, man. No, well, here's, lately, like, I, this week was shitty. Like, I took Friday off of work to work on the playset. <laughs> and damn. I had a doctor's appointment and all this. But it's like, one day off of work, and I still haven't got caught up. Because I'm the only person who does what I do in my office. Because the <laughs> other guy quit a couple months ago. Because he doesn't have to work. Cause his wife is a prominent family lawyer. 
Nice. Yeah. <laughs> she's a mean family lawyer, though, man. So she's well worth the money. She yeah. worked for dads or moms? Both. Oh, yeah. So she's just vicious on either side. She oh, doesn't give a fuck. Just give me the money. She's told us stories that she had the shitty parent and she got custody and like ridiculous child support for the shitty parent oh, because so she is up. that good at her job. Damn. Mm. I mean, it's good to be good at your job, but don't you value your soul? <laughs> it's terrible. She, I mean, she tries to tell him. She tries to tell him straight up. You know, like let's just settle for this, and this is probably the best you're gonna get. And sometimes she gets better, sometimes she doesn't. But mm. uh, she's had a, she's had to think one client she had to turn down because he was on his about to be on his third divorce because he couldn't keep it in his pants. Mm. She's like, you know, I'm not gonna take your money this time you need to find somebody else yeah but yeah i mean but yeah just know with just responsibilities of my job i'm just kind of i'm getting a little burnout and man a little but the thing is if i leave that company's probably gonna crater and that's it's kind of it's it's like family mm-hmm. but sometimes you're not always treated like family because mm-hmm. so, you're not i have a lot of freedom there i mean technically I technically it's like we have According to the handbook, we have two weeks of vacation. If you take up all my half days, one day here, whatever, I probably take close to four to five weeks a year. But it's like it's because I actually he knows I actually work and do my you know do my shit, not just fuck off. So like a few people I work with, <laughs> not really. It's hard to do that. It's hard to get fired at my job. So I, it's really hard to get fired at my job, uh, surprisingly. But I have a picture of Papa at my desk, and it does make me feel really bad. Yeah, I think about that sometimes, mm-hmm. but. You know what? I don't have six kids. Mm-mm. <laughs> I only have one. I only <sighs> have one, and I'm not the dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Kinda. Stimpy, why'd you get a cat scan? Yeah, why did you get a cat scan? I didn't even hear <laughs> Wait about Wait a segue. This. No, uh, <laughs> man. Clock's ticking. <laughs> yeah, well, I have, I've been, for a couple of years now, I've had some bad sinus issues. Uh-huh. Like, basically right around my nose area. Like, I get all this pressure. Is that where your sinuses are? Well, it's like everything's related to sinus, from your ears <laughs> to your eyes and all that. But mine's always, like, right here. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. you know your it's, anatomy? It's, it's, like, it's, like, almost like migraines. Oh. It's, like, it hurts so bad, I have to put my face down in the pillow just to take the pressure off of it and sleep. Oh. Sometimes it's that That's a bad. good way to suffocate. To well, you have to make sure you can breathe, yeah. <laughs> but uh, my wife hears all these things about the... Uh, balloon sinoplasty on the radio mm-hmm. she's like you need to go because she just had her tonsils out along with my daughter so she's like you need to go see the, the doctor and uh see if you're a candidate for that and we've basically met our deductible for the year so I was like okay let's go see mm-hmm. so i went saw him and uh on friday and he uh looked at my nose my nose i don't know if y'all most people won't notice but my nose is crooked i did not notice if i take my glasses off it's more... Oh, yeah. oh it goes this way. <laughs> oh, it goes yeah, that exactly. way a little bit. What happened? I see. When I was like 10 or 11, when rollerblades first came out. <laughs> oh, man. Me and my buddy Skipper. Uh, oh. Yeah. Wow. Stimpy and Skipper. Well, I didn't have the nickname Stimpy back then. So. Well, still. It was but, uh, still you on yes. the inside. We're, we both got rollerblades about <laughs> the same the time. <laughs> and uh, we put a, a ramp. You know, going up on the curb oh, and Jesus. jumping into his yard. We probably did a hundred something jumps, you know, in his yard, just roll away, <laughs> go back in the street and do it. One day I hit that the ramp. That sounds like such a fucking blast, though. One day I hit the ramp, and next thing I know, I'm no longer vertical. I'm slowly turning horizontal in the air. And so I'm like doing the whole, <laughs> like, arms and legs slow mo, like, 
it's 80 the, stuntman like oh yeah and so <laughs> i hit the ground fist first i broke my pinky oh and my face goes back right into the ground no i didn't I, I mean my nose didn't bleed i mean it hurt but it didn't bleed and do anything I, that's the only thing i can think the only major did you trauma. have black eyes no i didn't that's the only major trauma i can think would you like black eyes <laughs> No, but I may be getting black eyes. Are you into black well, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Way to pick up what I'm laying down. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> but so he gets in my note. Like, he he says, you know, just from looking at me, he goes, I can see you might have some sort of issues. And he gets that little camera, and he's looking in my nose. And he goes, oh, yeah, there's a lot of trauma in here. <laughs> and, uh, he goes, and then he goes to the other nose, and he's like, you see him like, or I feel him. You only have one nose. Let's be clear. What my He's other nostrils? discussing nostrils. Not, <laughs> he doesn't have multiple noses. For those of you who can't see at home. Did, he, say, did he stick a pencil in one, one nose and then just crack it over? No, but uh, that would have been cool. <laughs> he has this like little camera that's like a metal, it's like a metal rod about, about very six, long. eight inches long that he can look in the back of the camera. And so he's going in the one nostril. Like Total Recall. No. Yeah. Did, did, it go glow? did it glow at the end? Yeah. Uh, it did. Yeah. It, it did. It had like a light on the end. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. We've seen uh, Total Recall yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> so one nostril was good. And he says, uh, yeah, it's like it's good. But he said like my septum, instead of being straight, is deviated. It, it's very deviated. Mm. It goes like diagonal then up. Shit's extreme. And then he went to the other nostril and he had his little camera in there. And I, you could feel him like poking around. He's like, I'm going to vacuum out that nostril. I'm going to vacuum out that side. It's a little vacuum, vacuums it out. It gets in did there. Did that feel good or did it hurt? He Well, he gave me a numbing. Uh, a little anti- lidocaine? A numbing antihistamine. Oh, okay. He put it in both nostrils and you breathe it in. And by the time he was doing this, the whole back of my throat was numb as the stuff like drained down. Uh huh. It's called cocaine. Did it taste like? <laughs> did it taste like shit? No, it tasted minty. Oh, nice. So that's so nice. But, uh, Mint cocaine. So he gets <laughs> cocaine. He gets my other nostril, and he's like, "Well, there's in in your sinuses. There's two little cavities. I forget what they're called. They're Sinus kind of, cavities. Well, they have they have, they have a proper <laughs> medical term, but they're kind of side by side. And there's a little gap between them mm-hmm. on the side that that has more room. So whichever way my that nose, side. this side, whatever side has more room. He said they kind of. They've taken over that area and have kind of pushed together. And he couldn't even get his camera in there to look in there. Wow. Huh. So then he sent me for a CAT scan so he can see, make sure there's nothing else crazy going on in there. And uh, and just to say that if we decide to do surgery, uh, which he said at that time, he would probably recommend a sinoplasty where they go in there and they'll straighten the septum. And he said that they may even put like a channel in the bone to allow for drainage. Where would that drainage go? Probably just into a, a sinus area. It's like... <laughs> Like a, it would all suck back in. I, I don't know. I don't. But uh, so we did the, you know, did the cast again. He got the, uh, he got the results. He called me yesterday and said he recommend he would recommend the the sinoplasty because he he said you can see how everything is moved around and it's been you know causing issues for years. He said it'll greatly. You had to go and grow up. But so are you a snorer? Do you snore? I, I do snore, but not crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, he also mentioned that what he can do while he's in there is re-break my nose, which could give me black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said, he goes, it wouldn't be like a plastic surgeon doing it. He said, but I could break it and straighten it. He goes, which I believe is medically 
you know, so, so the insurance, I don't know, mm-hmm. for insurance purposes, he's like, mm-hmm. I believe it's medically necessary because if we're already straightening out your septum. Was he winking when he said that? It was on the phone. Medically. So I couldn't, I couldn't, hear, I couldn't see if he was winking. But he said, <laughs> he said, if we're already straightening out your septum to open up your airways, because I got restricted breathing on one side, he said, that by straightening out the nose, that kind of lines everything back up the way mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Said they can do it while I was in there. It's only like a seven day, re- seven day recovery of like, Oh, that's nothing. He said the first, like the first three days, I have those uh, stints. Have you ever watched one of those plastic oh, surgery shows? It's like the straws. It's like big ass straws in your nose. They're yeah. like, but like mm. this long. So after three days, you go back in the office and they remove them. Mm-hmm. Nice. I've seen Meanwhile, this happen. Did you? Your bloody boogers are going to be like. Exactly. Do you remember that Elma Morales had a nose job? Do you remember this? She did? Yes. Yes. She had a nose job and. For whatever fucking reason, I went with her to get the shit taken out of her face. Oh, my God. That was mildly traumatizing. (laughs) I say mildly now. Then it was a little more harsh, but it's faded over time. But they they just kept pulling and pulling and pulling. It was like a clown with those the scarves. It It just kept coming. Yes. And it was bloody and oozy. And the doctor just kept and she was like, ah, and she put her hands up and everything. Man, it was gross. Did she have this? Was her face like shrinking as the gauze? (laughs) Did she have the straws in her nose too? I, I think at first he did. He took that part out, but it was all packed with gauze up in there. And I mean, I'll, that's all I remember is him just pulling and pulling and her making that sound like, ah, like she was starting to freak out, like right as it was like getting to the end of it. And it was all bloody and goopy and like Can you nasty. It probably felt crazy. Mm-hmm, yeah, because it's, your well, brains like, are getting pulled out through your nose like a fucking Egyptian fucking mummy. And you probably feel like you have to sneeze the whole time. It's probably tickling shit in there. They're taking it out. I wouldn't say tickling. I would. <laughs> I don't know what that feeling would be, but well, I, I may know December fourteenth or December seventeenth. Well, I'm excited for you. If I go, through this, <laughs> can I go with you to get your straws taken? Because they're they're supposed to be getting a. I can mean, I film a, a Lone Star Buttons commercial <laughs> while you're getting it pulled out? Uh, you can suck on his bloody straws. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Forget but, Harry uh, Nips. They're supposed to be getting me an estimate. This, figure out i mean technically i've met my deductible from insurance mm. so it shouldn't really cost me shit they just have to make sure that the insurance is down right i guess yeah. that they'll cover it they'll be like all right i'm guessing so mm. oh, the insurance, we've already break the insurance company over the coals with two tonsillectomies so sweet mm-hmm. which is an adult getting a tonsillectomy is not fun just let you know eh, yeah there's worse things hey did you know that we have recovery did you know that we have tonsils yeah in mm-hmm. our guts what? Maybe they're not called tonsils, <laughs> <laughs> but they're called Pyre's patches, and it's uh, similar to a tonsil. It's like where your adenoids are and all that stuff. Your lymph nodes—they're in your guts. Huh? It's crazy. Go crazy. ahead. What else you got? Let's get some news. All right. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news. Carrie, you got anything? About what? Just kidding. God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And that's the news. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> let's see. 44 dogs found dead. Um, 161 dogs living. Living. In two her, in critical to condition. Oh, in, in her feces filled home of 65 year old New Jersey woman. Can you Donna imagine? Roberts. Can you imagine? And you know what? You know what? They're filing charges on this person, but she's clearly mentally ill. Oh, right? Obviously. Yeah. So, what? You're going to fine her for being sick? That's kind of fucked up. I mean, I understand that, you know. Well, if she went to prison. <laughs> She looks like she'd fit right in. <laughs> I don't think she should go to prison. I think she just needs help and maybe, you know, some company. Jesus Christ. Maybe Clearly. She'll adopt straight inmates. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. She'll be living on her floor herself. <laughs> Clearly she needs help. It's, it's, that kind of situation makes me sad whenever people are okay. fined, punished, and prosecuted because they've clearly got a mental illness. So. And they're suffering. Given her history, what kind of emotional support animal should she have? <laughs> a lizard, maybe? <laughs> An iguana. A support iguana? <laughs> Teddy Ruxman. Teddy Ruxman. Nice. That's a good nice. one. Nice. Right. Yes. Agree. Hello. You know, people can record her messages and put them in the back of it. It's oh, that would be so nice. That's how she pays her fine. You don't need a dog. Dogs are <laughs> filthy animals. <laughs> Dog smell. Unfortunately, you can put any cassette tape in a Teddy Ruxman. So what do you mean, unfortunately? Uh, well, pros and cons. Pros and cons. Uh, she would choose dog whistles. A Tony Robbins. Uh, what do they call it? Oh, motivational uh, tape. Motivational tape. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> A Teddy Ruxman, a Tony Roberts stuffed doll that talks to you. Um, Tony Roberts? Is he Robbins? Robbins. Is it Tony Robbins? Robbins. Oh, maybe, yeah. Tony, maybe Tony Roberts maybe is she, just as good. Maybe all she Tony afford, Roberts. She can only afford Tony Roberts. Tony okay. Roberts deserves a shot. Tony Roberts works for the county. <laughs> Tony Roberts does work for the county. <laughs> He's Tony Roberts' stray brother. Stray brother. <laughs> 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 he got away. He got away. Oh, all right. <laughs> so our next story comes by way of CNN. <laughs> <laughs> totally credible. <laughs> um, get it says get ready for Hillary Clinton 4.0. Oh lord. Uh, more than 30 years in the making. This new version of Mrs. Clinton when she runs for president in 2020. Is she gonna do it again? I don't think we'll it's a come good full idea. circle back to universal healthcare promoting progressive firebrand of 1994. <sighs> you know, her and Bill are on a speaking tour. Oh, they're coming to the smart financial center. Yeah, in Sugarland. Sugar yeah, thanks, for the, I saw thanks that. for the heads up. Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. She's not the one. She's she's not the one. She's damaged goods, baby. She'll she, never be president. Never. She, <laughs> I don't know. She just doesn't have my ear. She's not. She's not talking to anybody. Well, she's basically just a corporate puppet. I mean. Well, I mean that's why she doesn't resonate with anyone, though. Yeah. It's, there's no soul there. I think just in general, just being in the public eye for so long, people just don't care about her. Yeah. Unlike, yeah. unlike you know, the Democratic elite leaders who thought she was you know God's gift to the party. 
she was a shit show for the American people because there's so much bullshit out there, whether it's true or not. You're gonna have a lot yeah. of people who's gonna put doubts in their mind whether or not the conspiracy stuff. Well, yeah. no, of her murdering people. <laughs> that just like you know, just funneling in general, cocaine in through Arkansas in the yeah. 80s. You know what? I think today's woman would have more respect for her and get behind her more if she had fucking left Bill and, and came back on her own and been like independent Hillary and fuck that dude Hillary. That would have been cool. That would have... that. But she, that's not her. I know yeah. it's not her, but that's why she's not, yeah. she's not getting it. I'm just saying. <sighs> I don't know. Wishful thinking. Maybe. It makes me tired from the last election. I don't... I, don't, I really don't think the average voter would vote for her this time. No. I would hope not. He doesn't. Just I don't know. Just I'm so jaded lately on politics. Yeah, it's kind of like thanks CNN. It, well, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just kind of like you know she lost. She just needs to get out of the way. Whoever might can win. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she. I think she thought she was going to be the next president, regardless of who was running. And she probably thought with Trump, she had a damn good chance. Which she should. I think exactly. She should have. But she didn't. And you know, just the shit show at the last election and. I think people just, just like, I don't think people vote for another Bush. Nobody really wanted to vote for another Clinton. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everybody wants something new every once in a That's while. That's a very good point. Poor Jeb. <laughs> uh, Jeb's doing just fine. He seemed like such a sweet little soul. <laughs> okay, we're going <laughs> moving along. Uh, let's see. The owners of a novelty glassware company. Bongs! Uh, have armed <laughs> their staff with pistols and rifles oh as a unique God. and memorable Christmas present. This. I'm kind of stoked on this. If they are a bond company, that's a pretty crazy thing to do. I think I, think I read that article. Is it where they're giving them $500 gift card? $800. Is it 800 okay. No, no. It's a total of 8000 for the whole company, I think. Which doesn't really go that far. I think because there's one I read that said a company was giving their employees five hundred dollar credit where they could where they could technically go buy a gun or anything else at that store. Mm. Well, let me tell you whose crew I would have been with, and that's the two ladies that were like, "I don't want a gun," <laughs> and they gave them Visa gift cards. Nice. Yes, get me on that list. That would have been lady number three. Thank you so much. What if those ladies did take guns and they robbed a bank? <laughs> make more money i have i've uh i've made an attempt to learn how to shoot a gun um a guy that i dated and well sean's super into guns but i went to a shooting range with a guy once because he was like you're gonna love it you're gonna love it is your uncle victor dieter (laughs) (laughs) and um i went and immediately hated it with my whole self like every cell in my body rejected it and i i walked in and um i heard about five gunshots and i never got used to it every single one was like (laughs) 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 it was horrible it was an absolute nightmare and i walked out the door and uh i have no interest so yes give me a gift card a couple weeks ago uh me and jess woke up at about four in the morning and we heard our wooden fence creaking like no it was like a scuffling noise like someone was trying to like get over get it? their shoes on the on the side oh, of the okay. fence and it was like you know so i was like what the fuck was that and uh just like let's 
we need to we need to go check i'm like all right so i i start walking out the door and she's like get your gun (laughs) like "Oh yeah." what am i gonna do just anyway uh so you went out there with a gun dude i I had my gun yeah (gasps) so you were prepared to shoot no, I don't. A human being. I don't want to shoot anybody now. But you would just I, like, hey. No, my stuff. I have no, a no, gun. No, 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 my fence isn't worth that. If they attacked us, yes, they would be. So dead. you would keep it hidden. What I did was when I opened the door with my left hand, I kept my gun pointed, like you know, as if I were going to shoot through the door <laughs> at somebody. Clint and, Eastwood uh, shit. <laughs> uh, I learned everything I know from Cobra. <laughs> outside and there were there was a cat on our uh patio <laughs> furniture and then a cat on the fence and it was just like swiveling its head from left to right like it was trying to ignore us uh which hurt our feelings um <laughs> we're cat people damn it but but a couple a couple weeks later uh we were talking to our neighbor and they said that two kids came over and were trying to start shit through their window in the alley and like because there's like some drama going on in the neighborhood. And uh, I was like, well, shit, that's probably what we heard. You know, they're probably like getting on the fence to look in our backyard. Mm. So I've been woken up. That's the end of the story. I've been woken up numerous <laughs> times by my wife. because She heard a noise downstairs after she's been watching like 2020 or 48 hours. Dateline. Oh, yeah. Yes, Dateline. She'll Dateline like, will get you. She's like, she's like, hey, hey, there's a noise downstairs. I need you to go look. Okay. So I get, I get my gun and I go downstairs. And Nothing's there. Nothing, no. And she's like. <laughs> no serial killer? She's like, check here. And we have an alarm. No ex-lover. Oh, we have an alarm. For blood? So like, we have I got alarm. a question. I got a question. You, What's the square footage of your house? Uh, 2,145. Ooh, balling. <laughs> did, did you have a flashlight in your left hand with your gun pointed over? <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> My downstairs, there's not many places you can hide in my downstairs because yeah. pretty much all the bedrooms are upstairs. So downstairs, the only rooms that have doors is the if laundry room. If you're scared room. enough, do you think you would shoot through your own couch? <laughs> thinking someone was then, behind it? But do you well, think that feathers would explode from it? <laughs> is it would downfilled? Would it catch on fire and burn I would, your whole house down? I would possibly shoot through my couch, but there'd be almost no way nobody could just Nobody would be hiding behind my couch. <laughs> it's a love seat. Possibly. Well, it's like, here's the thing. It's like, we have an alarm. So anytime a door or window's open, they'll say, front door. Or, or, or it'll say, like, living room window. You yeah. know? So, one, nobody could be in there. And two, if there was somebody in there, our dog would go ape shit already. Mm. But it's like, okay, I'll still go downstairs and, you know, <clears throat> walk around. But I have had to go outside before because uh, car alarms were going. Like multiple mm. car alarms. Oh, yeah, that's not good. And so uh, I was walking down the sidewalk with a gun in my hand. No. <laughs> oh, you don't want to do that. I legitimately had the shit scared out of me the other night because I got home from class. Legitimately? Yes, legitimately. Had the shit scared out of me. <laughs> yeah, there's skin marks. So. Got <laughs> some bacon strips in the old granny panties. <laughs> uh, I do wear granny panties to class, but whatever. Um, there's a guy in my apartment complex that totally creeps me the fuck out. I know that he has killed someone at some point. I know it. Damn. He's scary. He's he's in a rental car that's been parked in the same spot for like three days. And I always see him walking around 
like where his apartment is not. He's always like walking in with purpose and like determination. Exercise. No, it's not exercise. <laughs> I know what exercise looks like. He's not wearing headphones. He's uh, he's not. He doesn't look like he's trying to get his heart rate up. He just looks Maybe like he's trying he's... to get over the murder he committed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever think of that? Yes, selfish. He, he's going through mental problems, and you said we shouldn't punish people with mental illness. Hold on, let me tell you something. <laughs> this motherfucker came and knocked on my door. What? Okay. So when strangers knock on my door, my procedure is. Number one, to slowly and quietly lock the door because I always forget to lock it. God damn it, Kara. <laughs> so, so I look at I look through the people and I slowly turn the thing and I'm like, fuck Jesus, they didn't even think that. All right. And then when he busts in the door <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna kill you. Just show him your scar and then like I already been tried. There, done they that. already tried, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but then I open the port in my patio and I go out on my patio and I lean over and I'm like, can I help you? And I make myself sound like a real bitch. Can I help you? All harsh. And then uh, they're always like kind of confused. Where's that voice coming from? What's happening? And then they and then they pop their head over like so. And then I never let them in. Uh, one time somebody borrowed my phone that way because they had gotten locked out of their apartment. I don't know. It's a safety measure. I feel like so it's you, effective. Wait, you handed your phone over your patio for them to use? Uh-huh. They could have grabbed me and like... Mm. They could have just ran with your phone. <clears throat> I Fuck the phone as long as I don't die. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a... So what did this guy want? Um, apparently, through the walls, he heard a dog barking. And he thought it was from somebody on our side of the building. But it was none of our animals. And he, I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm not opening the door. Schizophrenia. <laughs> it's not. Schizophrenia. Yes, exactly. I'm like, he is mentally <laughs> ill and he's going to get confused and hurt someone. I'm not saying that he should go to jail. I'm saying that he needs help. Rock on Pasadena. Rock on Pasadena. <laughs> well, but I'm in Pearland where you are safe and sound in Pearland. It depends on what part of Pearland you live. Excuse. I live behind the nice HEB off Pearland Parkway. Oh, okay. That's a safe and yeah, sound the, part of Pearland. The other part of Pearland is kind of sketchy. Well, Are you talking about old Pearland or Shadow like Creek. 288, 288 Pearland? Side. That's where Shadow Auntie Creek. E. That's a nice place. That's where Auntie it, E lives. It was nicknamed Shadow Crack Ranch by Pearland Police. God damn. Because <clears throat> there's been more than one of those houses being busted for growing drugs. Growing drugs? Growing drugs? Like, well, like a grow operation for like marijuana and also selling drugs out of them. Mm. Tight. Sounds like my kind of town. Because and also with it being right near 288, uh, it gives the criminal element a quick escape. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's no like my well, boss. My boss's truck has been broken in twice at the Pearland Town Center. Really? Wow. He, he would go to lunch and it's like they kind of stock it whenever the people park for lunch, and they literally broke into his truck. Not even five minutes after he got there. Wow. It was her. It wasn't me. I don't go over there. No, I can't stole, afford shit over they there. They stole some guns, so I doubted it would be her. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's had guns stolen his truck like three different times. Uh, let's, let's move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, you're bored? Too much Fast shit. food manager. Well, no, it's more violence. We oh, can talk yay. About. All right, violence. Fast food manager attacked by woman over ketchup. Uh, this video wouldn't load for me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so well, let me know. tell you. I think I think what happened. I didn't listen to the audio, but I think what happened was uh, the lady was jipped her ketchup through the drive-through, so she marched in through the front door and uh, 
just attack the person that does the window thing. And uh, then she threw ketchup through the window into her own vehicle, I'm assuming. And the uh, fight was over. So the lady wanted ketchup. And she fucking got ketchup. <laughs> she fucking got it. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck everything you stand for. I'm getting my ketchup. Man, remember was it, was, it, was it Whataburger? Because I know people go crazy over Whataburger ketchup. Why would they deny the her pepper ketchup? ketchup? Uh, you remember when that first little cold front came in and it was raining like crazy? Mm-hmm. Me and Jess actually went to McDonald's and we waited there for like half an hour and like waiting for our food to come and we saw like our food get given to someone else. And like this place is like it's not run well, you know. Like the the manager oh, yeah. just doesn't give a shit, and uh, he wants to be friends with the with everybody. And uh, so we saw these teenage kids just give away so much fucking food, <laughs> and like everybody was pissed off because they were they were taking forever. The drive through line was like ridiculous, and then you know people wanted to get out of there because it was fucking raining sideways. You know, mm-hmm. it was crazy. I think, and then a fucking homeless lady came in there, and she got her food right away, what? and uh, she didn't leave because she didn't have a ride. Oh my god! So she just stayed there, smelling. And the guy was like, the one of the kids uh, was like, "I get off at ten o'clock. I can give you a ride." Then. <laughs> it was like oh. seven. Oh, ah, fuck that place. Never that's, going back. That's sweet of that little boy, though. I guess. Oh, we I hope to get, Nathan's not that sweet. If he wanted to get, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nobody's I'm, not that sweet. I want him to be a good boy, but I want him to be safe. Damn it. It's dangerous to be helpful. It is. Did you see the uh, Central American migrants arrive at the U.S. border in Mexico? I didn't see it. The picture... Missed that one. Mm, strike two. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the pictures just showed... The, the group of migrants, like maybe 50 of them, uh, and they were climbing our indestructible fences <laughs> and just climbing right over. Those aren't the indestructible ones. Those are the old ones. Are or, they the old ones? I think they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes Good. sense. But the, it's crazy because I didn't know that they went into the fucking ocean. Oh, yeah. Did you see the picture? Uh, I didn't see it, but I know like the fence that goes across the beach. It went all the way through the fucking beach. Like, it's fucking weird. Like, why do we have that shit? Keep the red out. I know why, but it's it's just fucking weird. These people are not having any problem whatsoever getting over these. They look like uh, ancient uh, Greek pillars. <laughs> I I that it'd be nice to see them find one of those houses, you know, with the tunnels that go from Mexico to the U.S. Mm. They busted one not too long ago that was inside, like, a KFC. An abandoned. What? It was like an abandoned KFC. What? That was like a drug. It was like one of those drug smuggling uh, from the Mexico border. I have oh, never yeah, yeah. heard of this. Yeah. How how far was it? That one it was, was like seven miles or something. That like was that. a ridiculous. I don't remember exactly. It was a ridiculously long. Yeah. A lot of it was just a very narrow tunnel where they could shuffle the drugs back and forth. Yeah. Wow. It was That's ridiculous. crazy. Using a radio controlled tractor trailer. Shut up. Nah. You didn't get me that time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, that's it for the news. Um, uh, Adam, you brought a story. I think we're going to call it a Murder and Mayhem. Murder mm. and Mayhem. Murder. <laughs> so 
So a small town couple left behind a stolen painting worth over 100 million buckaroos. And a big mystery. I don't know why there's a mystery about it. They stole a painting. Clearly. Did you? Well, you said you didn't read the whole article, right? Oh, did I not? I oh. skimmed the entire oh. article because there's a lot of there's a lot of weird things with this couple. Like yeah. one, like the the lady was a speech pathologist who worked for a school district, mm-hmm. and then the husband was also like a teacher at a school district. Mm-hmm. Yet they managed to visit 140 different countries on all seven continent continents. Mm. They died with over a million dollars in their bank account. Really? And, uh, you know, and they just did all this this painting. All right. Well, yeah, this, this, and that was the thing. This painting is worth a hundred, you know, a hundred million dollars, whatever in their bedroom. Mm -hmm. Just hanging out. And you could only see it. I don't know if you were in the article said you could only see it if you're in their bedroom and the door was shut because it'd be like the painting would be on the wall. So when the door's open, you can't see it. Wow. And so, uh. But just everything about the story was like apparently they kept detailed journals of their travels, except for the day this painting went missing. Their journal was empty. Huh. And, Interesting. Uh, are there any other empty days? They, they didn't say if there was or not, but uh, that they could be master criminals that never got caught. And I think that's what the the story. That's what it's alluding to. Yeah, because it was saying that you know the way this went down was apparently they lived in New Mexico and the they stole the painting from a museum in Arizona, uh-huh. and they were it was. Uh, Thanksgiving Day. The museum was opening at like nine. It was just before nine, and the security guard let them in with a worker because he's so like, they yeah, showed a- up at eight fifty, and we're like, oh my god, I have to pee. Do you mind if we just? And then no, they just talked to the security guard, and, and the husband disappeared, but and the wife what? distracted the guard by yep. having a friendly little innocent conversation, <laughs> as we do. And then, uh, yeah, basically that's the story. And then they left hurriedly, mm-hmm. and uh, the security guard felt something was not right. So he went inside and looked, and this one painting had been cut out of its frame. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's said a he good ran away to devalue a painting. Right <clears throat> Did there. you see the painting though? It was beautiful. Yeah, it is. Nice. Yeah, beautiful. said like you know he ran outside, saw the car, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And they gave ske- you know police sketches and all that, and they could never figure it out until. I think that this story is not murder and mayhem, but. Um, they murdered more, a beautiful painting, but it's more romantic to me. It is mayhem. It's yes, romance kinda. and mayhem then, because they're a married couple and they are doing the shit together, mm. and that's what it's about—doing <laughs> things together. There was appreciating a- the things that you. I mean, bonding, spending time perusing museums, committing felonies, committing felonies. Um deciding what you want to steal and when and how. I mean, that's very romantic, scheming together. It kind of is. Scheming together is the best. Well, that's what, I mean, the article's kind of alluding to. They're wondering if these, you know, they visited, you know, over 140 countries. Were they some sort of criminal masterminds doing this to, you know, either get what they want or whatnot for being able to travel that much on two teacher salaries? Let Mm -hmm. me tell you something 100% for certain. I would watch this Lifetime movie. <laughs> Without a doubt, I would tune in and I would watch. I would probably even make popcorn and really get into it, for sure. So if you want to look the story up, their names were Jerry and Rita Alter. Jerry and Rita? Died in, died in their early 80s. Oh, man, they lived a good life. Scheming, yeah, they look, they look plotting, like they have fun stealing together. Stealing things. Yep. And Having lots stealing of- a painting is kind of a victimless, victimless crime. Because the they, artist they, is already dead. Yeah, but they got their they got the painting back eventually. Yeah, you know, 
Yeah, they just loved it so what? much. They you know, rented it. You know the <laughs> you know the the frame that they cut the painting out of was actually in the Smithsonian. Oh, what the frame? It became is, art on its own. The fr- well, it was just in the Smithsonian talking about it. It was, it was part of the the mystery of how it got stolen. They probably the increased the value of that painting by stealing it. Well, and they actually used the old the painting the frame to match like brush strokes make sure to authenticate it to make huh. sure it was the actual painting so mm-hmm. everything lined up perfectly that's wow. amazing that's a really cool story good story stimp stimp i try stimp and, stimp and stuff. <laughs> hey i read like i said i've read like three different articles about that and all of them kind of had little other details in there but i mean this family they don't know much i mean the kids no, had no clue the kids, like, mm, there's something that Clueless said that, dummies that's who, <laughs> who the world counts on well there was one thing said that there's rumors that maybe during that same heist, maybe it wasn't a lady, maybe it was the son dressed up as a woman. Ooh. But Ooh, cross dressing thrown in the mix. Yeah. Come on, lifetime. Get on it. Spicy. Hashtag make it happen. All right, Stem. So uh why don't you close the show with a Lone Star Buttons plug? Oh Lord, I'm not good at these. <laughs> Do you have a project you'd like to promote? <laughs> Do you have a business that needs some buttons? Buttons swag. Not just buttons. It's not just buttons. Don't you do mirrors now? Too? You like do for mirrors and magnets. Multiple sizes mirrors, and shapes. magnets, buttons. Bottle openers. Bottle openers? Keychains. What? Keychains, yes. Man, keychains Keychain bottle openers. Yes, Key- actually, yes, keychain bottle openers. You're correct. Oh, man, that's so much. awesome. So all, all you need to do is get in contact with Stimpy. And tell him. By emailing uh, info, info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call his personal cellular device. <laughs> at 281-798-1996 mention the show and get some whatever thrown in for free that's yeah, only just some extra buttons for free there you go mm-hmm. um, and you can either tell him that you want to suck on his hairy nips or tits. his tits or his bloody straws <laughs> uh, suck on his bloody straws suck on those bloody straws for your free <laughs> all right everybody uh yeah so thanks to lonestarbuttons.com the the man the myth the legends right here in front of me uh and also thank you to mockingbirdnetwork.com uh they have a lot of great shows on their website go check them out carrie you got anything else uh not really Did i you have, have my, fun i had a blast um we're gonna do you... this every month sure can if you want to follow me on Instagram, I have an Instagram. Uh, it's called Wallflower Witness uh, on Instagram. And um, I have another Instagram also, if you want to peek into my uh, daily life, called Jesus Kara. It's G-E-E-Z-U-S-C-A-R-A. And it's super fun there, too. For all Revenge of the World. Hey, wait okay. a second. All real right. quick. Yes. Whoa. There is a... Uh, there's another podcast that I've been listening to a lot lately, and Go I just want to do plug another podcast. That'd <laughs> Listen, be great. I know that it's frowned upon, but this is a... It's not if it's your own podcast. It's not would my own like podcast. To, would you like to promote your own podcast? I swear up and down. <laughs> just let me say it. Okay. I'll edit it out later. <laughs> Go ahead. It's a podcast I've really been enjoying. Um, I've been listening, I listen to a lot of podcasts at work, um, true crime, conspiracy, um, educational self-help shit, but this one has been my little light at the end of the tunnel. It's called The Soft Spot. It's Julian McCullough, uh, who is a really funny comedian and his fiance, 
Meg Malloy, and uh, she's from right here in close by in League City. So it's like listening to a girl from up the street, and I just really like her and him a lot. It's been really fun listening, and uh, I just want to let you know that I really like it. Awesome. If you'd like to uh, check out Revenge of the World social media, just go to revengeoftheworld.com. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Gently go fuck. in a label can Welcome to the dehydrated lands Welcome to the South Police Parade You're welcome to the neon golden age You're welcome to the days you've made You are welcome You are welcome You are welcome